Well, g'day, g'day, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This week, we're doing a UFC 264 breakdown of the McGregor versus Poirier 3 card that happened yesterday. Fucking, I was more excited for this UFC card than I have been for any card in recent mm. years. This was like my ultimate... It's all the favourites. It, 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 it was a fan favourite card, especially yeah. for me. It had Sugar Sean, it had Wonderboy, oh. McGregor... Had Ryan Hall, all these like style, even Ty, Ty Tuivasa. But I mean, Ty Tuivasa, I love him as a yeah. as a person for, <laughs> as in terms of a fight, the fighting styles. As an Australian icon, as yeah, as an Aussie icon, exactly yeah. right. As a good advocate for West Sydney, um, <laughs> <laughs> from the area, as they but, say, yeah, from the Muda fucking area. Um, yeah, so the fights were fucking g'd up to be like the best ever, and um, that and pretty much three quarters of the card. Di- oh. Did live up to oh, those. Eighty percent of the main card. Hey, like eighty percent of the main card. Yeah, eighty percent of the main card was lived up for. Epic. Well, well, they all lived pretty much lived up to the fights. It's just that when you're emotionally invested in certain <laughs> fighters and those fighters don't win, it has a sour taste in your mouth. Yeah. Obviously, the end to the entire card was quite a weird one with McGregor mm. stepping back on his leg and snapping it in half. Which I've was never, just I've never seen anything like that. Nah, that was very fucked up. So we were actually going to record this podcast yesterday. Oh, yeah. And because <clears throat> we're going to do it straight after the fights and then like have it all fresh in our heads, ready to go. Well, we thought and, we were going to be G'd up. And yeah, yeah. Well, because when you watch a trilogy fight, you think you're going to get a definitive answer yeah. as to who the better fighter is or who gets the last laugh and who takes home all the marbles. And this one didn't have that. Uh-uh. I mean, McGregor did get smashed the majority of that round. Mm. But then he stood back up, popped a couple of shots, and then just stood back and snapped his leg. It was just, it was, re- it was a really weird feeling in the air after that. Yeah, and we were all just kind of like bummed the fuck out. Yeah, I was expressed depressed, dude. I was. So there was like eight of us <laughs> here, and we're all just fucking bummed out afterwards. It was just so anticlimactic. Yeah, it was just anticlimactic. Not because like we wanted McGregor to win or or the, whatever. Just you just didn't get a good result. Especially because he was on the ground for the first round too. Like he didn't. You didn't really get to see him perform. Well, he came out guns blazing. Guns blazing. But we'll we'll get to that a little bit later. Just pull the mic a bit closer, Jackie, because yeah, or like when you talk talk like yeah, into it. My, my apologies. Or should we get you a little table or something? You know what we need. We need like I was thinking this. We need like a little fucking breakfast bench that comes across this couch and like hangs over here. You know, like those breaking in bed ones. Oh yeah, yeah. I want one of those. I need one of those. I might grab a. Yeah, grab a... Go get your showing box. <laughs> All right, so we'll start off with the prelims on the card. I didn't get to see the pre-prelims, the early fight pass prelims. I think I caught the end of Jessica I versus uh, Jennifer Meyer. Um, Jesus Christ, there was a head clash in that fight with Jessica I, and it split her... Right above her eyeballs, in the center of her forehead, and immediately I turned to um, I turned to Daz and I was like, uh, Jessica Third Eye. <laughs> right, I was like, I can, I'm coining it right now. That's going to be the meme. That's going to be what's put across the internet. And then, sure enough, fucking twenty minutes later, the big fucking picture is her with her forehead opened up. Jessica, Jessica Third Eye. That's brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant. It is brilliant. I mean, feel bad for her because she's on a bit of a skid, and then she got. She got pretty touched up in that fight. 
But anyway, moving on to the preliminary card, we have... What's this dude's name? Dricus Deplessis. That's not how you say it. It's like... It's like... It's like... Dricus Deplessis. Is it French? Is he French? He's not French. He's 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 South African. Oh, well off. Yeah, well off. He's (laughs) South African, but I know they have like a weird... Oh, they do... Yeah. South Africans are weird. Anyway, um, he came out and fucking knocked the fuck out of Trevor Giles. Trevin Giles? Trevin. Giles? Trevin. So we got Trevor and Kevin mixed together, and his name's Trevin. Anyway, that's on his parents. Um, so we got Trevin Giles, so we get who was – he had a great style. He had, had like the Wonder Boy style. It was really cool, like hands down, in and out, in and out, but way too confident and like – that style is brilliant when you are someone like Wonderboy who has those 60 kickboxing fights experience. and the like technical has, ability. Well, just being, yeah. being uh, having more experience in that realm, like that range as well. Well, he's been doing karate since he was a kid, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. Like, so, like, and I, I'm not, I actually don't know Trevin Giles. It's so <laughs> Clearly hard. you Dude, don't know. It's hard to say, Trevin. <laughs> um, it's Trev, old Trevi. It's old so Trevi. hard to... Um, I don't know him, like, his background or anything like that, but he kind of showed that that style can be fucking very detrimental because he got... He just kind of was too... He didn't um, respect Deplet. <laughs> Decus Deplet. He didn't respect Decus Deplet enough and was just mm. kind of, like, hands down, getting a bit lazy and just got absolutely cracked with his hands in his pockets. Only takes one. Only takes one. And he got fucking flatlined by Decus Deplet. Deplet. Who was... um? He's a... Big, juicy South African guy. I don't actually know. I mean, judging by the um, ludicrous amount of veins running through his arms, he looked a bit on the bloody, uh, on, the, on, on, the, the ju- on the juicy spectrum to me. Juicy but anyway, is. that's just speculation from me on the other side of the world. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on, we got, oh God, uh, Tapiria versus Ryan Hall. Now, Man, I love Ryan Hall. Mm. Ryan Hall's like, he's one of my heroes in jiu-jitsu. He's one of the, he, I like, I like base my jiu-jitsu game off him as well because he likes to roll. You for, speak about him heaps. Yeah, dude. I love Ryan well, Hall. Quite often. Because he's, he's just a, like a, like a normal nerdy dude. Yeah. Who's just so, um, technically skilled in jiu-jitsu and he's such a smart guy. Have you ever heard him on a podcast or anything? No, no, no. Him on the Lex Friedman podcast, you realize like he's like. He sounds tertiary educated, unlike myself. He sounds very smart, you know what I mean? He's very, like, analytical with it when it comes to There's fighting. public schools involved in this scenario. Yeah, and he just looks... He doesn't... When you look at him, he just doesn't look like the typical fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Going on from Decus de who looks like a fucking juicy steroid head, mm. and then you go to Ryan Hall, who just looks like a like a normal dude on the street. Get a photo of him up. Yeah, get a photo of him up. Um, he's just... You know, he's been breaking dude's legs for years and I was so excited to watch him. He does look like a nerd. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> I'm, not being, I'm not being mean. He does look like a nerd. Um, he just looks like a nice guy. He's, a t- he's, a, he's an absolute sweetheart. He's got Tourette's. He's got like a facial twitch going on. He's just like the... He's the opposite of what you think of when you think of an MMA, MMA that's fighter. That's just a good guy. Yeah, it's a good guy right that's there. A good guy Ryan right the good guy Hall. Ryan the good um, guy Hall. And I, I feel really sorry for him because he got knocked out in the first round... Um, he kept going. He wasn't going for these like for M and I rolls like he usually goes for. Probably because old mate must have been expecting him to go for the M and I roll. He was kind of going from like a like a forward roll, forward roll to kind of get that leg entry. 
Um, and he just ke- kind of kept going to the well, probably a few too many times with it. And it was very nonchalant. So Tapuria, God, I'm fucking doing a UFC podcast, can't even pronounce the names. Anyway, doing a um, Tapuria was like very respectful of Ryan Hall's leg attacks. As soon as Ryan Hall changed his level, he was out. He was out. Leg removed, gone, out of there. And it seemed like Ryan Hall didn't respect Tapuria's punching power or oh. his fighting ability because he was just very casually going for that, the exact same leg entry over and over again yeah. where I would have liked to have seen him strike a bit more, keep him at, the dis- keep him at bay, Just keep him at distance, switch it up a little bit. Because usually he comes out like super karate stance. And he did get a, he got a good wheel kick, good couple of kicks, but then just fucking dive for the leg, dive for the leg, dive for the leg, which is, which is what he does. And the crowd was booing and was you know, it, Rogan called him like, mouth breathers. If you have brilliant. like a game plan and if you don't switch it up and you just keep going for that game plan, like... Yeah, well, the thing is he's a... He's a leg lock specialist. That's what his yeah. game plan is. That's what I meant. Like, if his game plan is just go for his legs. Just yeah. Just going for his legs. It's like, well, he could have switched it up or... Yeah. I guess it's hard to say that at the moment when you're trying to yeah. follow a plan. Right? The, the unfortunate thing about it, though, dude, is he hasn't been able to find a fight for two years because everyone in the division's kind of scared of him because he's such a high-level leg lock specialist yeah. that no one wants... It's not worth it. They just go in there and get tapped out in a heel hook in fucking 30 seconds. Yeah, it's not like, an actual... Fo- so yeah. people have been ducking him for, like, two years... And then he finally got a fight earlier on in the year against uh, Dan Ige. Unfortunately, he then injured himself for the first time in 10 years, like oh. hurt his foot or something. So he had to pull out of that. And then he gets given this guy, who's like 11-0, fucking like proper test. Oh, he uh, looks yoked. That yeah, dude. that dude was fucking yoked. Um, gets given this guy and he's like, cool, I just want to fight. It's been two years. Then I got that injury pulled out. He's like, I just want to fucking get back in there. Because oh. they even removed him from the rankings after two years. Oh really? Yeah, for not for inactivity from no fault of his own, just from him people not wanting to fight him. Well, people not accepting enough. So this was like his fucking you know ticket back to the dance, and then he goes out there and gets knocked out in the first round. It was fucking, it was rough, man. It was so heartbreaking. I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, no, yeah. Ryan, the good guy. And oh. it was with and here, look, round one, four minutes forty-seven seconds. It was oh. thirteen seconds off um, the round ending. But he was just kind of like, it's almost like he copped one too many and kind of froze when he was like upside yeah. down playing guard and was like, I'm playing jiu-jitsu. Oh, yeah, he can punch me and just got fucking hit. Ah, oh, man, it's so heartbreaking. It just went dead quiet in the house. Oh. I was like, oh, man. Because <laughs> I was walking around all morning going, people don't think it'd be like a bee, but it do. It, which is one of his quotes. Oh, really? Yeah, after he like submits to his really fast. How old is he? He's like, 38, dude. Oh, He's okay. quite old. Okay. Ryan Hall was actually on The Ultimate Fighter the season that Conor McGregor coached against Uriah Faber. Oh, what? Yeah, he was on the show then. Uh, he's been yeah. around a minute. Yeah, so he's been around for a while. But his record's only 8-2 eight, eight and two or 9-2. and two. I guess 9-3 and three now. <laughs> no. Oh, man, that was fucking heartbreaking. So that's, yeah, it was super unfortunate. I mean, that's, just, that's the dangers of you know, pulling guard in an MMA fight. If it works and you get the leg entanglement and you can get the guy to the ground, it's fucking... If you don't... It's brilliant. And if you don't, you're getting punched in the fucking head. Yep. That's the reality of it. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, not good. And that sucked because then it's like... Because he was that one... He's he's called the the wizard is his yeah. nickname. He's the, And he is a wizard. So he was that like one magical fucking guard pulling jujitsu guy that was like... It didn't matter what you did. He was going to roll under your yeah. legs and he'll hook you. You know what I mean? <laughs> at, I lo- at one point. And I love there. that shit. It's like... It was like Wonder Boy. Oh, also sad. Oh. I was. Like, it's like Wonder Boy. Like you know what he's gonna do. He's gonna go out there and try and kick you in the head. Yep. You know what I mean. 
And he's still going to do it. And he's still going to do it. Even though you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I hope... What I hope happens from this is that everyone else in the division takes um, this fight as like a... Oh, Ryan Hall can be beaten. That looked fucking easy. Mm. And then, like, six people put their hands up to fight him. And then he goes out and he looks everyone. That'd be cool. That's that's kind of... I'm kind of like, okay, well, now he's in the mix. He's lost, so hopefully... People kind of go, oh, I'm going to fuck this dude up, and then he can go out there and... He's about to Benji Marshall some people. And yeah, 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 yeah. You, think, you think I'm old? Fucking bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So hopefully... He'll look out. He, he, I'll see him in the near future, and I'll see him fucking tear someone's ACL apart. <laughs> that's my that's my hope for the future for Ryan Hall. It's hopefully not Connors, huh? Oh, I actually forgot to mention, he. it came out that he broke his hand in the first... Um, oh, what? The first punch he landed in that fight broke can his hand. Can you imagine... First punch, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Training for months and yeah, Done. big leader on the Conor oh. McGregor card, crack. Yeah, so so he had a broken hand. So maybe, so I guess what I was saying before about I would like to see him mix up striking more. He probably couldn't have. Probably That's, couldn't. Oh, so he's probably like, I'm gonna roll for the leg. It's all I got. It's all. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. There you go. And if his hand's broken, he probably can't, you know, connect his hands to the fullest abilities. So yeah, That's you know, probably played a played a huge part in it, but. Fuck, you know, what do you do? It's shit like that happens. Yeah. That's part of it. Happens all the time. Contact sport, baby. The contact sport, baby. All right, we'll move on to the next fight because that one's just making me upset. <laughs> uh, we got Michelle Pajera and Nico Price, which was one of the fucking best fights on the card, I reckon. Really? I missed it. I missed the Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Michelle Pajera is the guy who does the backflips and fucking jumps off the cage and, like, does oh, a bunch really? of weird shit oh, all no, the time. Oh, I saw those on the Instagram. He's really. a fucking nutcase. Um, he used to really piss me off when he fighted because he did too much of that. He would gas himself out doing cartwheels and backflips <laughs> and then, like, the guy would still be there fighting. He's like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool, but then it's like also like, bro, you're there to fight. Yeah, yeah. It's like when Sylvie's doing the head dodges and then he gets clipped. You're like, oh, like. Yeah, so that fight was awesome, man. Nico Price is a fucking tough dude because Michelle put it on him hardcore in the first two rounds. And I think it was the third round, fucking Nico got put on the ground. It was like a, it's like an ankle pick, straight right hand, put him on his back. And then Nico Price was playing guard like a jiu-jitsu guy and Michelle Pajera did a fucking backflip over his legs when he landed, kicked him in the face, rocked Nico for a bit, and then Michelle mounted him. Off of a backflip guard pass. That's wild. Yeah. A fucking backflip guard pass. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. That's and he's, he's, he's done it before and it's like backfired and like the guy, like, yeah, I saw him do a backflip and then the guy kicked his bum away and he just like did like a full spin oh. and then got like, you know, like those um, Cirque du Soleil people? Oh, they How they, they can up. just continually backflip people by kicking them in the ass and they roll into a ball. It was like that. He did one of those. We're so it was nice to see him. Kid. Yeah. It was nice to see him actually pull it off. I'd l- I wonder, like, I'd love to train with him and wonder if you're, like, just playing jiu-jitsu and he just starts fucking backflipping, like, in probably. the training. Yeah, pro- I mean, probably. I wouldn't put it past him. But there's so much that can go wrong. Yeah. There's a lot of legs open, a lot of dick and balls exposed, it's- and you're out there backflipping, like, <laughs> you know, calm down. It's dangerous territory. No, nah, but he looked very dangerous that whole fight, up until the end of the third, because he-, he gasses, because he just does so much crazy, wild, explosive shit. But he ended up doing enough to get the decision win over Nico Price. And Nico showed crazy heart, crazy motherfucking heart. Oh, yeah. Mm. So that was sick. And then it was Max Griffin versus Carlos Condit, which was a great back-and-forth fight. Um, Carlos Condit was definitely in it. A lot of people have written Carlos Condit off in the past. He's former, you know, former champion, 
been around a very long time in the sport, done a lot for mixed martial arts and the UFC and the natural born killer. Like who isn't a fan of Carlos Condit? Um, just, I don't know, maybe he's just at the end of his career and Max Griffin was a little too young, a little too tough, but... Man, his record's nuts. Who's? Carlos. Did you look it up? Yep. Yeah, what is it? 32-14. That's... Big record. That's a lot of fights. That's a lot of fights. That's a fucking lot of fights. A lot of fights. Um, oh, what is he? Let's see. I think he's mid to late 30s, unless I'm just an asshole. Doesn't say. Doesn't say. 37. There you go. Not a spring chook. Oh, I'm sorry, just taking a sip of a nice Australiano. A nice Australiano. It never dies. I mean, Max Griffin's 35. Is he? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck, dude? I thought he was young. No, he's 30, but he's, his record's 18 and 8. Oh, I know what I did. He's just black. <laughs> he's just black. I, yeah. They, they don't age like we do. No, they don't. Why are people stressing out? Yeah, we stress. We stress, dude. We've already got a grey hair. I'm stressed. See, everyone was talking about Carlos Condit's age in that fight. No one mentioned Max once. Yeah, once. Don't know how old he is. <laughs> it's like Will Smith. How old is he? 15? I don't know. The timeline doesn't add up, but he could be. It's like, I feel like you're with with black people. You're like... <laughs> you just didn't want to say that. I know, I wasn't going to say. You're like, you're Will Smith for 40 years, and then one day, you're Morgan Freeman. That's how it goes. I think, you, yeah, you just... You wake up just wise and distinguished. I think one day you just wake up and you've got white hair. And, yeah. Anyway, moving on from that <laughs> sceptically racist comment. <laughs> uh, we're going to I the... It's a compliment. It is a compliment. It's a nice, it's a nice speculation. I'd say it's a compliment. It is a compliment. You look lovely. <laughs> you, nah. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. There was a reason I wanted to move on. There, there was a reason, yeah. Because I felt myself digging a hole and now I'm sitting in it. There's a lawyer in this room just going, rap, Yeah, rap, 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 The main card kicked off with Sugar Sean O'Malley. Holy fuck, yeah, boy. Ooh, 14-0, baby. So fucking good. 14-0, the undefeated Sugar Sean O'Malley. I had on my um my Sugar Sean shirt that I bought back in 2018. We're big sugar sugar fans. We're huge asshole. sugar Sean fans. He's my age. I love his style. He's just he fucking mixes it up so well. He's beautiful to watch. I mean, love him or hate him, he's exciting to watch. A yeah. lot of people fucking hate him for some reason. Yeah. Maybe it's because he's got rainbow hair. I, I don't know. People, like, a lot of people hate him for the thirteen no thing. And they're just like just he, admit he, it, just admit it, just admit your defeat, like you but lost. That's, that's why he does it go, because everyone's like, just admit you lost, and yeah. then it's like turned into a thing. And now it's just hilarious to say. I'm yeah. I'm all on board with the undefeated Sugar Short O'Malley. It's hilarious. It's so good. He's he was fighting uh Chris uh Matinho, who it was his debut um in the UFC. It was a total mismatch. It was very unfortunate for Chris Martinez for him to have his debut go like that, where he he received off Sugar Sean. Yeah, get it up. I think it's two fifty. Two two four. Whatever it is, it's the bantamweight record for most significant strikes landed in a fight. It is two thirty out of three eighteen. Yeah. What was the percentage? It was eighty percent. I'm pretty sure. Uh, seventy two point three was the final percentage. I think. Right. Yeah, but uh, you're going in, in into the going into the third. It, it was eighty like percent, which is fucking ludicrous because it it just didn't seem like no, Sean he, missed he, a punch. He man. was at like 200, 250. and then the last 30, 30 seconds, the last couple of minutes, then it went up. Yeah, yeah, right. Total strikes. Holy shit! That he hit was crazy. seventy out of two eighteen. 
That fight was crazy. That fight was completely one-sided. It was just Sugar Sean O'Malley fucking putting everything a, on him. Just a boxing bag. Yeah, and Chris just kept walking forward, bro. Just like a fucking zombie just kept coming Which at I, him. Yeah, that's the fucking the Nate Diaz. I'm not, yeah, going, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, kind of like I'm. I can take more punches than you can throw. Kind of mentality, yeah. like because he was apparently he was calling him a pussy, saying like you're tired yet and all that kind of shit. <laughs> and John was like, yeah, kinda, bang. But yeah, but then he'd kind of taper off and just float around a bit and just duck out of it. Yeah, I saw him look up at the clock a couple times because he was definitely maybe not gassing, but like I guess. But he was hitting trying with, to reserve his energy he for was later hitting with hard punch. Like he did five jabs in a row. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he was he was. Sean, like, mostly um, hits with, like, 70%. Like, yeah. just kind of... Bup, 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 Those bup. last ones of when he was going. Yeah. And in the third round, when he, he actually looks up at the clock and then looks back and it's, like, 40 seconds to go. And that's when Sean kind of goes, wow, and just, like, digs in yeah. that uppercut from hell. Hits that's him with some power punches. Of- and that yeah, was when... Um, I think it was Herb Dean. Herb Dean came in to stop the fight. And it, it got booed and, like, people were like, what the fuck? Because it was... And 40, he was like... Because it was 40 seconds to go. But, dude... No, it was, like, 25, 30. It was... It was nothing. I'd I'd seen him get punched two hundred and th- what was it two hundred thirty yeah. times in the fucking head. You you and Dana said to people like, do you think it got stopped called early? And he's like, you could have stopped at any point in that fight. Yeah, and, and you it would have been a good decision. Exactly, and you could have because he, he's getting hit clean in the head constantly. Yeah, and he was gonna get just because he's still he was, moving. It's not good for him. They sent him straight to the hospital. Well, the refs there to protect the fighters. Yeah, and that's exactly. ultimately what happened. Just because you can withstand it doesn't mean you should. Yeah, I think, and the crowd was hoping that Sugar was going to get knocked out in the last second. They're like, "Oh, yeah, everyone like goes because when they see him get a little bit tired and he gets clipped, everyone's like, oh, uh, yeah, no, he's going to come." I know, Jesus. But the fucking internet man going on about Sean um, fighting cans. They're like, "Oh, they're just feeding O'Malley cans." Can meaning if you're not in, a, in the fight world, can meaning like a an opponent that may as well be a tin can, someone that's just shit, really. Which I think is mega disrespectful to everyone he's fucking fought in the UFC. Like, they're UFC fighters. They are fighters. Yeah, he's still... The guy he beat last time, Almeida, has like a really good record. Yeah. He's like a veteran. And then Eddie Wineland was like a WEC champion. They're like, still animals. Yeah, yeah, they're slightly towards the end of their career, but they're still fucking like talented animals, technical dude. fighters. Yeah, 100%. It's just crazy. Just because he's not getting a title fight or whatever... They're like, oh, the UFC is feeding him cans to hype the machine. And look, hey, maybe they are doing maybe. a little bit of that. I'm, maybe. But yeah, was not that not a great performance? Because his highlights are crazy, right? And they know if they put someone like that in, he's going to fucking pepper him, get oh, good yeah. highlights, right? Then UFC's not stupid in that, that regard. That's a highlight. But now he'll probably get a bigger name, for sure. 100%. I, I, I don't doubt that for a second. That, was his first, that wasn't his first main card, too, was not Main? No, 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 no. He's no. been there a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, he'd been there a couple of times. But I don't know, people are just fucking retarded, man. Like, I just, I don't understand that whole, like, oh, like, I'm not impressed with that until he beats someone real. It's like, it's, can you not see that he's still very impressive as a fighter? Like, he's striking. He's on that path. The accuracy he has, man. (laughs) Like, he'd throw a six-punch combination and land all of them. My man was dribbling in between punching me in the face. He was bouncing an imaginary (laughs) basketball between his legs as he was fucking landing combinations. Did you see that little clip of it? Oh, my God. How nuts is that? It was amazing. I think then he thought he was going to knock him out. Yeah, he was... And then he kind of like was like, oh, i got to hold back a bit. This guy's not going anywhere and was looking at the clock a bit, but... But then he's, I mean, but his he gas fucking, tank held up. He's, he held up. It was at the whole fight. He didn't fucking, like, there was not one point in the fight where he wasn't 
<laughs> beating the shit out of him, really. Look, like, anytime he got close and got near the fence, he just ducked and weaved, yep. got out, pushed him away. Got out of that. Slipped out every time. Didn't have a problem. Got hit a couple Maybe, times. Got, yeah, hard. got clipped a couple times on the way out. But but hey, didn't really rock him. If you're running through the, if you're running through the rain, you're going to get a little bit wet. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, that was a terrible um, Teddy Atlas impression. Also, fuck Teddy Atlas. <laughs> fuck um, Max Kellerman. Fuck Stephen A. Smith. Though all the boxing dudes that oh, were, those, that were commentating at, at the fucking fight, that was, fuck you all. You're was, only there because McGregor's there. That was cringe. Max Kellerman, who, by the way, said that McGregor wouldn't land a single punch in the Floyd Mayweather fight. McGregor's not going to land a single punch. That was really good. Yeah, and then he landed fucking, what, the voice? Yeah, the oh, voice. thank you, bro. And then he... <laughs> the tip of the hat. And then he fucking landed more than most people did. Yeah. I mean, he still got fucked up, but regardless, you're not a good fucking... Yeah. Commentator. And then that Teddy Atlas dude, who looked like he'd had a couple of strokes the <laughs> night before, was like reading the teleprompter like, yeah, With so. his morning coffee. <laughs> and he said like, oh, he needed to get the fight to the floor. He needed to get the flight to the floor. The, uh, I'm like, the, uh, oh, the guillotine. Yeah, the guillotine. I'm like, yeah, you yeah, it was the, gu- the, gu- the guillotine. I'm like, you know, you're reading a teleprompter and like, get it to the floor. No one says get it. You say the ground or the mat or, you know, uh, oh, Anyway, a little off topic. Fuck those dudes. Yeah, fuck those dudes. There's a reason they put them outside because they would have been booed out of the fucking arena. Yeah, prob- actually, though. Oh, just what are you doing? It's just not their sport. Why were they there? Because they they because work for ESPN. So it's like big magnitude fight. ESPN has like the rights now to like, you know, right. the production of the UFC. So they're like, you've got your guys coming in. We're going to get our guys go in. Yeah, true. Even though they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Fuck them, honestly. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying is stay in your lane. <laughs> really, that's pretty much what I'm saying. Yep. Okay, I'll move on from Sugar Sean because I was just it was it was marvelous to watch. It was a masterclass. Was I on a point before I started calling out boxing commentators? No, no, no. You just had a vengeance. You just okay. wanted blood. Yeah, cool. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad I got that across. Uh, after that, we had Irene Aldana. Uh, I think it's not it's pronounced Irene. It's like Irene or some shit. And then Yana Kuniskaya. Man, she got fucked up. Absolute beautiful yeah. che- check left hook. Mm. Hey! Cracked her really good. Bl- cracked her in the nose. She was bleeding out everywhere. First round finish. It was pre-clean cut. Signed, sealed, delivered. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a great fight. That was a really good fight. I was super impressed by that. Pretty bad. feel bad for Kuniskaya because I think she's come off a couple of losses. Yeah, she off a losses. Yeah. Get that shit up. But yeah, Aldana looked amazing. I love a good check oh, left hook. It's pretty much identical. 14-6, 13-6. Oh, right. Mm. It was a good matchup. And Kuniskaya was coming at her hard too. Yeah. Su- super tough. She went for the um, she went for the Wimbledon approach, which every, every strike she was like, huh, ah, uh, uh. <laughs> and I always think when they do that, I'm like, yeah, it's prob- there's, there's definitely like a reason behind it, but I, I'm always like, isn't that using more energy than you have to? Yeah. I always thought that with the tennis. And I was like, ah! Ah! I'm like, surely that's... That's to be a reason behind it. Surely that's using your... I, is it psyching out the other person? Yeah, it could, actually could be. I know they use it for like, to like exert a bit of power, perhaps. But like, for me, in terms of like energy... In tennis, I feel like psyching out would be a big play. Yeah. 100%. I just, for UFC, I don't know. I don't know, man. If, you, if I was yelling all afternoon, I'd be pretty tired. Just, well, just conserving your breath, especially in a fight. Yeah, that's like. that's what I kind of... I don't know. 
But yeah, she was doing that. It didn't work out. So well, yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, I would just think this person's about to gas eventually if they're just going, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're doing the Bruce Lee. I'm like, oh, you're going to gas in a second. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would think. Oh. Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. Mum's calling me. That just came through the fucking thing. Well, I got the, I got the mute on as well. Or did it come through? Should I answer the call? Yeah. <laughs> I'll answer it. Hey, Mum. Hey, Mum. Um, I'm just recording the podcast currently. Say hi to everybody. Oh. Hello, everybody. <laughs> everybody is. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll call you back after, Mum. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Love uh, you, all right. Love you, Mum. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Carol Fogarty. <laughs> <laughs> or Carol Bourne, I should say. Carol Bourne, yes. Um, oh, what was I talking about before Mum called? <laughs> uh, I wish I knew. <laughs> I wish I knew. Doesn't matter. We're moving on anyway. To Tai Tuivasa knocking Ooh. out Greg Hardy. Fuck who's, who's, yes, who's, dude. This is probably like the who's, best who's. moment of the whole card, I think. Eshay. Knocked him out in the first round. Eshay. <laughs> Southwest Sydney, West Sydney represent. From the area. From the area, cuz. Bro, so fucking sick. So, that so was good. one of the most satisfying knockouts I've ever seen in my life. Man. Knocking out the, the undisputed domestic violence champion of the world. <laughs> Greg never does the dishes hardy. Fucking total fucking piece of shit woman basher from the NFL goes out there and starches him. Oh, that was the best introduction I've ever had. <laughs> Straight up. It's fucking true though, it man. Is. He beat his wife when he was an NFL fighter. Then they didn't want to deal with the bad press of that because the NFL is obviously like a family organization. Oh, well, yeah. And then the UFC picked him up and then he starts winning fights. I was disgusted. I'm like, why do you have this piece of shit in here? Yeah, why? Like, oh, I can beat up women, so maybe I can beat up other men. Like, <laughs> what? how's that transition happen? Yeah, what is, is you that? Fucking you fucking psychopath? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I didn't know that until you told me. I, I, I was completely yeah. blindsided. Yeah, well, they that. fucking swept it all under the rug. Like, the UFC doesn't mention it, obviously. Yeah, at all. It was a big deal in the NFL. And he was just cocky and he was like, oh, dude. Like, pretend like he was a model in did there. Did you see what he, he was saying the day before at the press conference? What was he saying? Fuck, man. Talking about he's the future heavyweight champion. He's, everyone's going to, everyone's going to eat their words. And like he, cause I feel like he was on the McGregor cards. So he was trying to put on like a, uh, and he was just talking like, they, they haven't got what I have, my skill set. And he's talking about his movements and like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck? And then like, they cut to him shadow box and he's just like, <laughs> Like, I'm he's like, just bro. naturally a big dude. Yeah, he's a big, powerful, big black guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, if you punch anyone hard enough, they're going to fucking fall They've down. Been Don't be going on about your skill set and shit. Years? Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. And I've been waiting for him to get knocked out for ages. Yeah. Although, he did get knocked out in his last fight after he gassed out, which was fucking beautiful. Mm. And then he came up, up, came back after that, and then starts talking all the shit in the world, and he's versing tied to Ivasa. And I was like... Oh, Ty, please knock this fucking prick out. And he did in spectacular fashion. And we all erupted when he did as well. Oh, man. He copped a really good right hand from um, Greg. His fucking neck went back like you saw the power. And then he just kind of walked right into a left hook. It was really um, similar to the Francis Ngannou um, knockout of Alistair Overeem. That mm. fucking, except not as devastating, that uppercut where he was just so out of position that he just ate the hand yeah. flush on the face. And man, it was so satisfying to watch that prick get knocked out. And then Tai Tuivasa just running around the octagon afterwards doing shoeys with the crowd. Oh my God. That was so the best good. thing ever. Does a shoey in the cage. That was iconic. 
absolutely iconic. Yeah. And for him to do that on the Conor McGregor card, I'm just so happy for him because he's going to be a huge super... Not, not that he wasn't Bro, before. So many people but, posting about him going, Australia's, Australia guys are nuts, like... Yeah, because they don't realise that we drink out of shoes here. Nah, I mean, no. not all of us recreationally, but there's a, there's a select few. <laughs> what do you hear what Dana said in the press conference? Like, would you have a shoe with a tie? And he's like, not if I, it was, I was yeah, the yeah. Last, last man on earth. Last everything's on, on earth, fire. Everything's on and fire. And that's the last and bit of water. And yeah, I was yeah. dying at first. <laughs> I still wouldn't fucking do it. I still wouldn't do it. I know. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, oh, oh. Jackie's knocking plugs out. But yeah, that was the... It was so sick, and his post-fight interview was just so cool as well. Just like, oh, he wanted to. I'm the. I'm a bad bloke to pick a brawl with. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to the pool party well, after. You, yeah. Who do you want to fight next? He's like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Some of the top ten, top fifteen. This guy said he wanted to bash me, and I just bashed him. So it's, it's so good seeing an Australian up on the on yeah, the top the top level like that because like all the Americans are like, I want to get someone in the top ten, someone to test my abilities, and like they yeah. just sound super serious. And the Australian guy's like, Oh yeah, give me whoever, eh? It's <laughs> fucking. I love it. It's so good. Shit, We're all so casual, even when we knock people out. I said we like I did something, but ah, uh, you know. No, no, that's 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 what it's about. Yeah, yeah. We did it. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Oh, we erupted. Oh, yeah. We fucking erupted. We did well, very well, you said, in Australian sports. Yeah. We did, we did pretty good. We did. Across the board. Yeah, Ash Barty. Mm. Ash Barty and Taito Iwasa. Fucking thank you. Yeah, and the shoeys on the way out were fucking hot sauce. iconic. Yeah, dude, someone poured a whole bottle of, of Dustin, Dustin Poirier's Louisiana hot, hot, hot sauce. sauce into his fucking beer. And he took it. Yeah, he drank it and then was like, I watched it happen. I was like, oh no, don't tell me he's going to actually drink it. And he's like, he's like, what the fuck was that? No, when he takes the one from three stories high. That was the best one when he was walking out of the arena and like the people that are sitting on the fucking like mezzanine above are pouring beer down like into his mouth, into his open mouth. Fucking, that was was the best. Oh, he, yeah, he would have borderline alcohol poisoning. When they say him last time everyone enjoyed him in quarantine, getting pissed by himself and he's, yeah, hotel yeah, room, yeah. Him sinking beers. Yeah. After his last knockout, he just got fucking drunk in his hotel room and went oh, on live stream. Oh, because in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, 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 yeah. He couldn't go anywhere. He couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, he was getting pissed on live stream and shit. That was so funny. Jimmy Crute does the same thing. That's so good. No, but that was one of the best, most satisfying things I've ever seen. We Greg, got clipped Greg, and I was like, oh. Yeah. And, and when those heavyweights are in that such close proximity, I'm like, oh, yeah. man, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything one can punch happen. can just shut your lights out. Mm. Anyway, we'll move on. Um... The next fight was Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Uh, man, I, this was, I'm a huge Wonderboy fan. How can you not be a fan of Wonderboy, the nicest motherfucker out there? He is a karate specialist. He's beautiful to watch. He's a All stand-up class. guy inside and outside the octagon, drives a fucking school bus full of kids to and from the gym. Like, he's just... Mentor, an icon. Yeah, he's just the ultimate martial artist, really, in my eyes. You know, like, you just can't fault him. Even when he loses, he's a fucking G. You know, he's he's an absolute sweetheart. And just to watch him um, just come short Mm. in his kind of last hurrah. He could have just had it if he just did a bit more or... It was like the first two rounds, he just di- he just didn't do enough. I don't know what he just kind of didn't let it fly. I don't know if he was scared of the takedown or whatever it was. I feel but- like if, he, if he got that first first round, like he could have had that. And it was it was stranger because he hadn't fought that way since the Woodley fights, where he was just kind of patiently waiting, 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 waiting for the waiting for the magic shot. In the in his last like three or four fights, he's pushed the pace and just kicked the shit out of people. So it was weird to kind of see him feel out for like two whole rounds, and he just. Yeah, when it was on the feet, he was there. It was on the feet for a while, 
and he just didn't capitalize. And then by the time Burns took him down, it was like, because he's controlling him, it's control time on the ground. Burns just kind of got too far ahead. Yeah. And then in the last round, Wonderboy had some good shots pop off and he was, yeah, he kicked him in the head a few times, had him a little, little, not rocked, but like little dazed, you know what I mean? And he just, just couldn't quite get it. And he just got clinched and then he got taken down and I was, yeah. And then as soon as he put the guillotine on and then Wonderboy got his back to the floor so he wouldn't get guillotined, I was like, I knew it was over. I was like, fuck, and he's lost. He's just come up short. And Wonderboy's just come up short so many times, you know? Yeah. Do you reckon he, did he have a game plan he just stuck to? Like, do you reckon his game plan was off? Uh, if this one was different than the others? Like, he's just going about know. it the wrong way? Or? I don't know. He's fought wrestlers and jiu-jitsu guys a whole bunch in his career. He always has the same game plan. He doesn't really have, yeah. like, a different approach, you know what I mean? But I'm not sure. I'm actually not sure, but it was, yeah, heartbreaking. I mean, Gilbert Burns did very well. I mean, I've never, I haven't seen Wonderboy get taken down in fucking oh, yeah. years. You know what I mean? He has 80% takedown He defense. got a really good, on the second round, I think, when he... Flips him around. Yeah, he gets out in the cage. Yeah, the, he, when he swaps to the single leg yeah. and drags him down. Yeah, that was that was really good. I mean, the crowd was pretty harsh on Gilbert Burns. I mean, he's a fucking world champion jiu-jitsu fighter. He's going to use his juju. Like, don't be fucking shocked. I mean, I would have liked to see him, like, hunt for the submission. But like he said after the fight, he's like, if I'm going to hunt for the submission, I'm giving him a chance to explode and get to his feet. So he did what he had to do to get to, to get the fight. And coming off a knockout loss to Usman in his last championship fight, you can't fucking blame him. So yeah, and then so we went from Ty to Ivasa knocking out Greg Hardy, which was like the fucking Beezus of Neezus. Yeah. It was so cool. Oh, we were just It was like, yes! And then like Wonder Boy, I was my, I felt my heart in my chest and I was so nervous and then just bring this back with the, And then I was like, Oh my god, McGregor and Poyer are about to come out. And I was fucking even more nervous. I'm like, holy fuck, this is I about was to happen. Bullets. I'm like Conor Bullets. McGregor's back. He's got he's got the fucking he's the bad guy again. Yeah. He's talking all the shit. He came out. And he looked at the camera. and He was like, ah, like let's mm-hmm. fucking go. Came out there and started doing doing a bit of karate in the in the cage, spinning kicks yeah, and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, this looks like this he's looks like, like lunges. The, and- this looks like the fighter I fell in love with. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? This looks like vintage Conor McGregor. I'm like, fuck, this is gonna be on. Dustin comes out, looks super cool, calm and collected, even with the booze, with all of the magnitude, with everything. Looked. He looked, he looked confident, man. I was kind of looking at him to see if he'd be a bit wavery. Nah, not after the last time. He no. came in there very confident. And, man, the start of the fight was, was is like, is how every McGregor fan wanted that fight to start. Fucking fight starts, t- turning, like, spinning Spin side that, kick yeah. to the, spinning back kick to the stomach, just boop. And then another one, bang. And then he's, like, throwing kicks at his head, in and out, karate stance, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm in 2016. I'm like, holy shit, it's <laughs> happening again. I'm like, oh, my God. And then as the fight progressed, it was just like, nope. Oh, nah. oh no. He fucking jumped for a guillotine. Yeah. What was that? I don't know, man. I, I think he might have been hurt. But even Dustin was getting him in those strikes as well. Yeah. Like, it wasn't as clean one-sided as, nah. it, as it supposedly should have been. Yeah, exactly. And man, I, and I was like, I had to, I'd picked Dustin after the second one. I'm like, nah, Dustin's going to beat him again. And then as soon as the fucking... The footage starts coming out of McGregor and he starts going, in. He's, he's going out on a stretcher and all that shit. I'm like, oh, I'm on. I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm sold. He's back. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Take it take I'm it a bad it. man without the farm, Ariel. <laughs> you know, he left his family back in Ireland. He was fucking staying there for three months, isolated, fucking being a psychopath in his head. Yeah. Which ultimately led to his undoing and him looking fucking pretty bad in the end. But yeah, um, it did not end well. No, nah, but um, the fight was... It was a it was a great fight while it lasted. Really, 
um, Poya just fucking put it on him, man. Poya's a big lightweight. He's a huge lightweight, bro. He he's huge. I don't know how he even makes one fifty five. He's and he's just gotten so much better. Like he's just put in the work. Yeah, consistently over the years. And that's the thing, man. I think Conor McGregor was once levels above everyone in yeah. like twenty the 2015, 2016 area era. He was he really was that guy and way visibly above everybody else. And then I think in the when because of the Floyd fight and him stepping away for a few years with the whiskey and whatnot, everyone else just leveled up. Yeah, well, and, like Poirier has stayed fighting people. Yeah, the and, whole time. and 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 the results show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now all of a sudden, Poirier's got two wins over Conor McGregor. Two wins over Max Holloway, Gaethje, Alvarez. Like the list goes on. He, he's an absolute stud and a class act too, man. He hand, mm. he handled that really well because Connor was venomous. He was dark. He he's was my whole asshole. Yeah, you guys can lick my whole asshole. That was one of the best moments from the fucking post fight interview. That was so good. That was fantastic. Um, no, Connor. I don't, man. I'm a. I was. A, I'm a huge. I have to say, I was. I was a huge Conor McGregor fan. I always have been since back in the day. He. I just used to. I love the way he held himself. How he was humble in victory and defeat. Well, more in defeat because <laughs> yeah. you have to be. Yeah. Um, well, but that was, that was the appeal. It was like you can talk all the shit and you can back but it he up, was but still when a, it doesn't go your way. Well, and the guy he was back then as well, you could still see the glimmers of who he was when he came up. Like, because he's a, you know, he's a dude from Ireland who used to work on the job sites and, yeah, you know, bit down his mouthpiece and wanted to become a fighter. And you could see that kind of evolution in him now. And whereas now, sorry, he just seems like Lost a it. fucking spoiled billionaire dude who was great. Now he just seems like genuinely crazy. And... The way when that fight ended, it obviously a horrible way for the fight to end because, oh. like, yeah, Poya was smashing him on the ground, but then Poya, I mean, uh, McGregor got up and landed a few shots, yeah, he was and it was like go. he was ready to go for the second. So we were like getting ready for the, uh, the second round he of made a, a fucking shit brilliant, first brilliant, round. brilliant fight. You know what mm. I mean? It was looking like it was going going to be a bit even going into the second at least, and then he just snapped back and his leg and snapped it. Oh. But the moments just after that, man, where he is on the ground and the camera goes to him and he's like seething with anger oh, he's- and fucking cursing people out and he's saying fuck you to Dustin Poy. Apparently he was apparently he put a gun to his fake head. gun to his head and was like, You're fucking you're fucking dead. Yeah, he's saying And then man, it it just wasn't a good look and I just really felt a bit like, Ugh, that's yeah. not the same that's not the same person I was a fan of. That's I really a, hope that that's was a just different a dark combination man. of you know just snapping your leg. Yeah, well, that that's the thing. Yeah, and you being Conor McGregor and being so and, angry, and he'd also red. he'd also he he became the bad guy again, and yeah. he worked up that whole fucking venom, mm. that whole camp, and that whole press conference, and he was in that mindset. You know what I mean? 100%. And for it not to end definitively by being beaten or him winning, and it being like a leg snap, he still has the that fire in him that he had to unleash. Yeah. And he felt like it he was didn't. just like pouring out of him. It was just, ah, yeah, ah, yeah. But don't, like, don't make it a, not, but he just fucking, man, he just off, didn't, it just wasn't like, he almost shouldn't have been interviewed afterwards. Obviously you're always going to interview Conor McGregor after a fight. Yeah, like he's yeah. just the fucking, he's that, he's that, he's the biggest personality in the sport, but they sat down and he's just like, Oh, just the way he was talking. He just didn't handle it well at all. He I just, kind of feel like he will redeem himself. And make like a proper, 
not apology, but like so, so do I. I mean, he said that his kids weren't watching; they were back home in Ireland, and I'm glad his kids weren't watching because it was pretty disgraceful. I mean, he fucking he lost, and he he'd already said shit about Poyer's wife sliding into his DMs or something, and then he fucking brought it up again after he just broken his leg on the ground, going. Your wife's a bitch, she's a hoe, yeah, and fuck, fuck you, yeah. I'll fucking kill you if I get the chance. And he's laying there on the ground with yeah. a broken fucking leg, and Poya's like getting held back, because he's like, yeah, I'll come over and then fuck you up, yeah. you man with one leg. Because well, like, he's just been beating him for the last five minutes, he's like, I'll keep going. Bro, it was like um, Monty Python's Holy Grail, it was like, <laughs> when, when the Black Knight gets his legs cut off, he's like, yeah. you yellow bastard, come back here and take what's coming to you. I'll bite your legs off. I'll bite your legs off. It was like that. It was he was like a rabid dog. Yeah. It was like one of those chihuahuas that are all fucked up mm. with their teeth. Like it just I'd never seen him in that light. Obviously he's had the controversy of him throwing the dolly through the window. He's punched the old fucking man in the pub. And I'd always kind of been I'd always kind of defended him and been like, Yeah, but he was but he's such a great dude in this other aspect, you know what mm. I mean? Yeah, he slipped up a couple of times. Blah blah blah. He slipped up a couple of times. And then that was when I like saw him almost it was like transparent. I was yeah. like are you that guy? Are you that evil? Like, are you that well, twisted? So you tread the line of being, when you're becoming a monster like that, you know, you can fall into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he, he just fell into it a bit too much and he yeah. got into his own head. He was just being fucked. And then, like, yeah, you could say that he was so aggressive and in the moment he bro- broke his leg, adrenaline, all the rest of it, maybe that's why he said what he said and he was a bit too uh, over the top, of course. But the, have you seen the footage of him getting wheeled out on the stretcher? No. He's doing this. Oh, really? Smiling and fucking, yeah, like, partying with everyone. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, weird. I don't know, man. It was just, it was really weird. It was unsatisfying for, for the, both parties. Photo I sent you, Poirier's wife, giving him the finger but in the middle of the fi- Yeah, Poirier going, fuck Poirier's you. Wife, yeah, fuck you. How good and is fuck, that? Yeah, good yeah, on good. him, man. What a fucking gangster. That was gangster as fuck. He deserves it, bro. He fucking deserves it. Mm. It was just a, yeah, such a strange ending. What did um you saw the Instagram post before? What was the actual break? So he broke his tibia and fibia. Jesus, that's clean. <laughs> which is yeah, the entire like fucking bottom leg, like your entire shin, I should say. Yeah, here we go. Here's his tweet. Just out of surgery room, guys. Surgery went. Sorry. Just out of the surgery room, guys. <laughs> surgery went excellent. Feeling tremendous. Six weeks on crutches and we build back. Let's go. God bless. So, six weeks on crutches for him. There you go. Six weeks. Where's the one that says what he actually broke? I can't even... Where is it? Oh yeah, what did you post last night? Yeah, you need people like you me. You need people like me. Uh, oh. See that? Like, it's kind of a bad look, but he he's fucking right in a way. Like, how, how excited was I when he fucking came back and started talking shit? Like, I love the respectful martial arts element of it, of course, but it's exciting when someone's like, "Fuck that guy!" Well, fucking yeah. like it is. He's ex- he's exciting to have he's around. Great for the sport. And I was it saying really that is. I was saying that to Alyssa because Alyssa loves Dustin because he's such a nice yeah. guy and he's a, you know it's it's like a wonder boy you know what I mean he's perfect mm, inside yeah. and outside of the cage holds himself really well and he if anything he deserves to win more than McGregor does mm. she's like why do you want McGregor to win and I'm like he's fun to have around yeah. I was like if he wins this then he probably gets a title shot and yep. we get more we get more fun we get more excited then they get, do the Vegas Stadium and Connor yeah, sells out the stadium get, in yeah, Vegas and, and we it's get the, the biggest the, event it's just the, yeah it it's just, just it's just entertainment it's yeah. entertaining. It's, they get the best promos. And yeah, kinda, it's like, just everything's everything's just funner. Yeah, it is funner. It's funner, but like after seeing that, I was like, that wasn't fun. That wasn't fun at that all. That was dark. 
Yeah. Although, did you see what Ronda Rousey tweeted? No. She said, I'm amazed as soon as you hit the ground, you were already promoting the next fight. I definitely wouldn't have had the mind to do that. The other fighters in the UFC and the media are lucky to have you. Which is an interesting way to look at it. Because oh. mm. he, he kind of did set up a fourth fight immediately. So Because he, he wasn't humble in defeat because it's not over. So he's just going to be keep... His mindset would have been, I'm going to be keep being the villain until it's, it's, it's fu- over. Yeah, exactly. Because then like, after the fourth fight, even if you... Because there's humble? no resolve. And it's funny because mm. before the fight, Dustin Poirier said, when I beat you this time, what's your excuse going to be? And this happened, dude. And it's like, he did kind of beat him <laughs> yeah. from the fight that happened. And then he broke his leg. And that's the, that's the reason. You know, like... And that's what he can tell himself. But I just feel like... If McGregor's in that mental state, because he seems like he's fucking crazy, bro. Like, it almost seems like he's off the rails, like, really. That's how... He, it seemed like an untethered man. Mm. Um, if he has that kind of mentality and he's got a broken leg and he has to sit on the couch for a while and, like, fucking yeah. get Twitter happy, I just don't think it's going to be good for him. No, no way. And, like, I don't see... I don't... He can always come back and he's always going to be, like, a high-level fighter. Whether he's the top of the top anymore, no, probably not. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be the top of the top. He hasn't been for no. I mean, he's one and he's one and four at lightweight. Can't the one and the, that it's weird though because the one win he has at lightweight is Eddie Alvarez, which yeah. is arguably the best UFC performance of all time mm. in a championship fight, at least. It's what's considered to be anyway. Yeah, it's widely regarded as. And then he hasn't won. Since. That was his peak, though. Like that's when he got everything. Exactly. He yeah, he got he did everything he ever set out to achieve, and then. You know, fought Floyd Mayweather, drank a bunch of whiskey, and the rest is history. Drink a bunch of whiskey. And I think the game just moved past him when he thought it would wait for him, mm. in a way. Well, because he, he built it up. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He and, was... hey, he fights fucking anyone, and I'm watching it. You know what I mean? Still, he fights anyone again, I'm still watching it. it all of, course, of course, of course. Of course. He is who he is, you know what I mean? And He's, he's an entertainer. He's earned your attention. Yeah. That's for sure. But as as being like a fan of his, he has to he has to win me back. Hundred percent. I think it's. A, have you seen the comments on the UFC? No. Oh my. What are the comments? All hate. All oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is disgusted by Conor McGregor. All all hate. I'll see if I can. Well, because he he's truly never looked this bad. Yeah. Like really. Because when he's been beaten, he's always like humble in defeat. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, exactly. Right. Is, that was the saving grace. And this is fucking. This is different. No, he's po- yeah, he's octagon interview on the they post on the UFC. Is the comments are like cornball, wow, good recovery. Stop, should stop talking at this point. Retire. Subtitles needed. Clown. <laughs> stop running your mouth. Yeah, have some grace. I miss the old Connor. See, it's funny. I miss the old Connor. Like, because when he fought Poirier the second time, yeah, and he was really nice. Yeah, people were like, oh, bring back yeah, the old yeah, Connor. Yeah. I want the old Connor back. <laughs> and then the old, the old Con- the old Connor came back, and everyone went, whoa. Hey, calm Wait, down, which angry. Old Connor are you referring hey, to? Hey, calm down, angry man. <laughs> calm down. And it's weird when they it's weird when people do that, like, oh, I want Connor twenty sixteen back or no, I want fucking you know, Connor twenty fifteen back or this version of Connor or that version. It's like time goes on and people change like, and everyone changes and evolves, you know what I mean? Like things that happen in the past are done now. Exactly. I was like, you They're can already appreciate done. They, those can be some of your favourite fights of Connor. Yeah. But not he's not gonna be like that forever. He'd yeah. Never be like that. For exactly, it's, and even people were saying like um, with like the karate stance stuff, and he doesn't fight like that anymore. And he did come out fighting like that in this fight. He had he didn't really fight like that 
since he was at 145 pounds, mm. which is a different division, different dynamics, different oh, yeah. body dimensions. He was usually fighting smaller people yep. where it's easier to fucking let those shots fly with like minimal consequences. Like a lot of things play into, fa- play into the factors here. As you so were it's saying, like, Dustin's a big dude. He's Dustin's a big-, a big fucking dude. You saw that when Max Holloway went up to fight him. Yeah. And Max didn't put on any muscle, just didn't cut weight. So they were the same weight, but standing next to it, standing next to each other, Dustin looked like a man and Max Holloway looked like a boy. And Max yeah. Holloway fucks dudes up. Yeah. Like, look at him versus Calvin Cater. Box his face off. Bro. You know what I mean? And then you get Dustin do that to him. It's like, man, Dustin's way up there. Mm. And I actually wouldn't have Dustin for the, for the title fight for uh, uh, Charlie Olives. Mm. Charlie Olives versus um, Dustin Poirier. I'd probably have Poirier. And That's I'm a, a big Oliveira fan. Mm. I'd like to see Poirier win. S- same. And I think he deserves it. And I, f- I think he'll be a bit too big for Oliveira too. Yeah? Because Oliveira's got really wicked jiu-jitsu. But, yeah, I think Dustin could, like, out-muscle him. I don't know. Just after, after his last few fights, man, Dustin's got me yeah. right on board. He sold me. Well, Michael Chandler cracked Oliveira and had him, like, nearly knocked out in their fight. And yeah. And Dustin's fucking two Chandlers, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Bad motherfucker. I'm kind of money on Dustin sneakily. I know, bro. Ollie didn't say a word. Our brother. We're Oliver. all screaming McGregor. We're all screaming McGregor. Oliver puts on a three thousand dollar bet on fucking <laughs> Dustin Poirier in the dark. He just leans over to me yeah. when everyone's screaming. When McGregor walks out, he goes, "I got three count, Dustin." And I was like, "All right." Was that on um, knockout? Hey, was it knockout? No, just for the win. Just for the win. So it was paying dollar eighty or yeah. something. What's we- what's shit about the ending of it? Is that it's a TKO technically when like he kind of broke his. I don't know. Look, I don't know if it's a fucking. If it's a check or if it's a what. Uh, Connor's coach came out and said that he potentially had a micro fracture in camp from kicking his leg. He had that's issues what, with that leg. So yeah, like, that's what could I happened there. Saw as well. Because he, he was kicking so much in training that he already yeah. had micro fractures and stuff. Yeah. So when he got. Maybe he clipped it again and hurt it, and when he stepped back and twisted I've it. seen other people like Muay Thai fighters and stuff saying it's the placement of the kicks. Like when you kick someone on the knee. It puts more. It puts just as much like um, damage on you as it yeah, does yeah. them and stuff like that. And same with like the calf kicks. Like, yeah, it's cool if you throw in a calf kick and hitting it in that sweet spot. But if you're putting everything into each kick and like, because all it takes is to like check a calf kick is a little fucking twist out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just does as much damage to you. But like, I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a striking this, expert by any this means. This opens up a whole new weakness for Connor. Now everyone goes, oh, your ankle's going to be fucked, or your shin's going to be. Well, they said that last time about the calf kick because his fucking leg was compromised, and now mm. his fucking leg snapped. It's like, fuck, bro. There's just a lot of unanswered questions. If I don't know, at least it'll help him sleep at night. I'm sure his ego's intact because he thinks that the fucking leg snap is why he yeah. lost the fight. Like, but I don't know. Time will tell. Time will tell, and we will see. We will see. I can see. At the end of the year, oh, if if he's sweet by the end of the year, probably not. But uh, probably next year, probably take a year off. His fight would probably be. I mean, he worked up a fight with Rafael Dos Anjos in the Embedded. Did you watch the Embedded? No, I didn't watch it. Oh, they walked past each other like "fuck you." And oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah. And because um, RDA pulled out of the fight against Conor McGregor like years ago because he had a broken foot, and now he's broken his <laughs> leg. RDA's put up a big karma thing. Like that was perfect by Poria. Karma's a mirror. Karma's a mir- yeah. He's going out in a stretcher. Dude, and he fully got karma. Yep. Like, saying he's going to go out in a stretcher the whole time and then he goes out on a stretcher is poetic justice, yep. man. And like like I said, I'm a Connor fan. I w- sh- shouldn't be happy with that, but it really feels like he got his, he got what was coming to him with that. Yeah. And that's that's the price you pay when you, um, 
when you talk the big shit. It's like, yeah, when you talk all the shit in the world and you win, you're a fucking superhero. It's like, oh my God, you put all that pressure on yourself, that extra pressure, and then you still went out there and beat that dude. Yeah. You're a superhero. If you talk all the fucking shit in the world and then you lose and it comes back on you. It's kind of like you make a deal with the devil to get like superpowers by being a terrible person, but they can bite you in the ass. And then all of a sudden you look like a piece and of shit you, and, and then everyone just yeah. brings it right back on you and everything yeah. you all said this, comes all straight shit back. you slung back just yeah. comes all straight back to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Not good. But yeah, fuck. Going out on a stretcher. Oh, hilarious, man. It is hilarious. It was it was meme central. Fucking meme central. God damn it. Such a weird one. Oh, I got this um Yeah, that's one for the history books. I don't have a um I don't have a joke of the week this week. Oh. Because we're not a UFC thing. But I do have a Greg Hardy meme that I want to read out. Because oh, it was good. it was very funny. Let's go. So it's got him sitting down on the on the cage, looking yep. very, very fat, <laughs> and it goes that he go yeah he's obviously it's just after he's been knocked out, and it goes that feeling you get when that that feeling when you can outpoint your wife but not a guy who walks out to the Spice Girls. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> How good is that? <laughs> That's perfect. Because uh, Ty came out to uh, Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell me what I want. What I really, really want. That was yeah. so good. So good, eh? Ty always comes out to a funny song. Comes out to Spice Girls. Knocks me out first round. Does a shoey of hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, fucking what the fuck? Oh, total circus. Brilliant. Brilliant. But yeah, so that is it for this week's podcast, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you very um, much. Thanks for coming, Jackie boy. Me too. Um, yeah, that's UFC two six four wrapped up. Whether you liked it or not, um, yeah, bit of a weird ending. Left a weird taste in everyone's mouth. But, um, you know, sometimes that happens. I was going to do like an analogy about drinking something that lived in your mouth. And I was like, whatever's going to come out of my next, my mouth next is going to be gross. So we'll just leave it there. So uh, until next week, guys, kiss, hug, kiss, hug, kiss, hug. Love your favorite Uncle Fogarty's.